All right, so 956 on the ticket, and I believe the rant is out at Fair Bone Park? Bone Daddy's. Oh, Bone Daddy's. Bone Daddy's. Bone Daddy's House of Smoke on uh, Spring Valley and 75. Now, is this a pre-OU Texas game party? or how No, it it's during it, as well. It's, it's pretty much a watching party because you may or may not know, they have a lot of TVs in here. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I've never been in this place. This is a really nice place. They sunk some money into it. Where it's is great. it? It's at Spring Valley and 75. Thank you. It's on yeah, the it's uh, west. east side. No, it's west. West side? Or east. Yeah. yeah, west side. Mm -hmm. Sorry. The west side of uh, 75 on Spring Valley. And uh, you got to be careful because apparently there's high voltage lines running right through here. No, I don't think those are live. Oh, I, th I, I think decoration? that's just decoration, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, I have a bigger question. Is this the long-awaited... Debut or re-debut of the rant? No, don't get ahead of yourself. Hmm. What do you mean? I haven't talked to you guys in about six months, except for Davey. Yeah. There's no uh, Corby today because Corby and Junior are uh, holding hands, gay and out, having again. their love fest at uh, OU Texas, yeah. as they yes. call it. So how was last week, Davey? I didn't. Or last month? There, there wasn't a show matter. last week. Oh really? There yeah. wasn't? No. What was there? Uh, ben and Skin, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, Ben and Skinner have been on a lot. Huh. The last 20 Saturdays? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty close. You know, I've talked to Skin about this before, because I did a show with Skin back over the summer. How'd that work out? Oh, it was fine, but, you know, it's really a double-edged sword for them, because they, you know, they really enjoy the exposure of, of, you know, having this time slot and, you know, getting to commune with the P1s on a weekly basis whenever we're not around, but... They just they can't do anything right. If they try and go too sportsy, right? Then you know people tune them out and they say, "Oh, that's not what I want on Saturday morning." But then if they try and be too much like the rant, they get in trouble with management, and then people say, "Ah, oh, but you're trying too hard. You can't be the rant." So they're kind of in a really tough spot. Those kids. It's tough in a two-hour format too. Those kids are older than we are, Davy. Well, you know, figuratively. Yeah, skin's what forty. I think fifty. Yeah, something like that. Him. 40 or 50. 40 or 50. Some, yeah. Something along those lines. You know the claim to fame of Bone Daddy's besides being uh, a fine barbecue establishment? Hmm. They have hot pieces. Look at these girls all over here. the place. It's like... Um, are you saying hot pieces of it's meat? Like it's like a barbecue. It's the Hooters of barbecue. No, but it, the these girls are, better are, than the Hooters, girls are higher class than Hooters. These are girls that are like... Uh, what are they dressed in? They're like sorority girls or, you know, whereas... Maybe at another type of place you might get like a stripper reject type hey, of girl. Whoa. Stripper reject. Just another type of place, not any name place. What huh. do the, what do the gals of Bone Daddies wear? They wear like black or not wear. They wear black like hot pants, short shorts. shorts, like hot pants, yeah. and then they wear like tight, uh, either white or black tops that you know are, are they damp bear the midriff and maybe like a three-quarter sleeve so you see kind of the hmm. the bicep hmm. bicep dude for you and a woman well i like it when the you know because <clears throat> i have two theories about women like i'm ripped one no, is no, no, that no. they don't like you <laughs> yeah that is my first theory no but i have two theories about women one um usually if the posterior is good yeah the rest of it's going to be good yeah, okay I go along with that. What do you mean? Like the the most female of all areas? No, no I'm, I'm saying thinking, that, that if they have a good 
rear end, then the rest of the body probably falls right in line. It'll be in proportion she's an attractive, at least. She's probably an attractive girl. Maybe she's tore up in the face a little bit, but she's going to have a good body. Right. I would agree with that. What, what you're saying, though, is if the middle third of the body is good, then the rest is probably good. That, that's. I don't think that's... To, not, uh, a, not a sparkling rev- revelation. Yeah, there. I, I no, think but I was good, good looking. I'm with you, Davey. She's gonna be good looking. I'm with you, Davey. <laughs> I, okay. Hey, I, I'm saying that that is just a, that's the epicenter. That's where it all okay. kind of spreads out. So is, 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 is the area immediately around the bathroom places? The yeah. back bathroom place. Okay, so I'm waiting with bated breath on uh, theory number two. Uh, theory number two is you can, girls are fun. They'll reject. Yeah, him. that it's fun. <laughs> girls with great rears hey, will reject whoa. him. Jeez. No, theory number two is uh, you can really judge a uh, girl's fat potential by looking at her arms. Yeah. That, that if she, you know, if she's like, if she's like 19. Certainly have she's like 19 or 20. the discourse on the show. <laughs> she's like 19 or 20 years old, and she has no muscle tone or definition in her arms. Not that her arms are flabby, but they're just kind of there. So if they have turkey waddle triceps, that's not a good sign. Yeah, then you're you're looking at, you know, a porker by the time she's 30. Oh. Mm. I like the little socks they make them wear. Yeah, they got the really? little the little bobby socks that they, you know, turn over at the ankle and it's got the little lace at the bottom the that goes over the top okay, of Okay, what, what is the story with males to where we like? We like them to look as we, young yeah, as possible. Like a, we, but that's Dress like up like girl. a little girl. That's like a little girl thing. Huh? Uh, uh, Diet Coke would be fine for me. A body shot? Okay. Well, how young? Are you talking diapers or what? Well, what no, but think about this. Uh, just Diet Don't. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't, don't distract we're, us. We're, we're, <laughs> we're desperately trying to do a broadcast. Um, no, but look at this. I mean, men like girls dressed in schoolgirl uniforms. Right. And then here we're getting these bobby socks turned down. Right, with that. the little Mary Jane yeah. mother shoes. Yes. Which you associate with little kids, basically. Right. Yes. Okay, why are men so perverted that they want their women to dress like that? I think it's biological. Back in the way caveman days, I think women were at their women prime. Women wore between, bobby socks? Yeah, between, they wore bobby sock caveman outfits. From 13 to 16 was probably their prime, and they're dead by 22. So you got to get them out there That's my perfect young. girl. <laughs> you have her when she's 13 to 16. And she's dead by 22, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that's what Rick shared with us. That's yes, what he likes. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. But I don't know. It's everybody wants younger. I don't necessarily like it. I mean, I'm thinking I, if I had to date nowadays, I don't think I you could go younger than... Thing. I, could, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get anything into you. I couldn't go younger than 35. You'd have to, you'd have to borrow uh, Craig's Cayenne and try and get any action. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Craig has it. <laughs> to... Or, or, or not. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I couldn't go in much younger than 35. I don't care what was that. How old there. are you, Rick? 48. Oh, man. Yeah, you couldn't go much younger than 48. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I'll That's tell true. you, uh, Gordon, you guys, when you ask the girls the questions on Thursdays, yeah. you discount the 30-something woman. No, There's I, nothing wrong with an early 30-something woman. Yeah, but you know what the problem is, is that... Your, they don't like your it. pool of dateable thirty-something women is so much smaller than your pool of dateable twenty-something women. That's why you don't. They don't have to be dateable. As a matter of fact, it's preferable if they're married. Yeah, not. Well, I'm, uh, I'm just, be married. Uh, uh, dateable. <laughs> I'm using dateable in the sense of attractive enough to date. Oh, I think there's a lot of attractive thirty-something. They got to be Wait. married, but not a fanatic about it, right? 
They just have to be married and want to stay married. And adventurous. That way they won't want you to marry them. They have a you certain, go and <laughs> they have a certain zest for living. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the 30-something, yeah. Yeah, I, and you know what? I have nothing against the 30-something. I just think that there are fewer of them. Just percentage-wise. Why, they die in their 20s or No, why? just they, the <laughs> women let themselves go and they just don't... See, I think I, I prefer the 30-something. Me too. I think that just... I girls in their 20s have nothing. They're just willy-nilly in their 20s. As you get older, you lose your ability to suffer through their talking. Yes. I'm so, so with you just on don't, that. I mean, it's like, okay, you got a nice body, but I just can't stand to... Talking about their, their friends and their friends' Two hours gossip. tonight listening to that yapping. And I also think in their 30s, a little bit of reality has finally set in that they're not going to get everything they want. Yeah, yeah. and I think the 30-something woman is more perverted, more... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 20-something is still all, eh, I don't, don't want to do it back there. The 30s well. is perverted. What is a 50-year-old like? <laughs> On the ticket. <laughs> huh. huh? This one this one girl has been putting on lip gloss for the last five Where? minutes. Where? Just <laughs> She's getting ready for you, Dave. She needs to just stop it. <laughs> she putting it on her rear? Or what? 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 She's, I'm sorry. She smeared her lip gloss on the end of a cucumber, and she was just... I don't know what that means. Baby. Running it all over hey. her lips. Anyway, we are at Bone Daddy's, certainly. <laughs> you were. Today. Yeah. Um, and it is at uh, Spring Valley, west of Central. Just west of Central. So stop by and see us. The rant's going to be here for the next two hours. You guys got any parting topics? Mm. No, I'll your not... uh, your big text this year was pure genius. It wasn't cr- man. It wasn't his. Uh, yeah, whoever, what are you talking about? Whoever, yeah, I, I just big, we just put show. a live mic down there. <laughs> the, <Yeah>. big, <laughs> the big text that was on the morning show yeah. was pure genius. Yeah. You know, That's always one of my favorites. I love Big Tex and I love Santa Claus. Very Those are always, they're very similar. <laughs> yeah. They're always my favorites of the year. Well, you know what? Ramping up to Big Tex, probably got about 50 email people saying, oh, is Big Tex going to be on this Absolutely. year? Giving you material? So this has become a big staple, I guess, of our show. <laughs> We're the show that has Big Tex on. Have you had Bevo on? We had him on one time, too. Not this week, though. Not this week. Maybe That's another good one we had to maybe do. Maybe you here. need to have Bevo on for, like, uh, Texas, Texas A&M. But, of course, Bevo was always uncomfortable because he'd talk about what he'd do with the cheerleaders. Right. <laughs> yeah. And where he'd leave his deposit. I and... saw Bevo uh, on Thursday night, I think. He did? Well, not, I mean, not physically, but I saw the... Uh, An old picture of him? No, no, no. Wow, what a breaking story. No, I saw whatever the, the Stampeders, you know, the... Whoever the handlers are, they have uh-huh. this big white... fluffers? Yeah. <laughs> they have the big white I, pickup with, you know... I got that. With the Texas Stampeders or whatever oh, across yeah. the side, and then they've got the big trailer that says Bevo on it. Uh-huh. And it was driving through, like, uh, driving down Matilda. Really? I, I don't always, know what... I always like to take out my pistol and take a few shots of the trailer. I guess... Be- see if I can penetrate it. I guess Bevo hit happy hour down at the whiskey bar, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and he was taken off back to his hotel. Jeez. So, can when that... When, uh, Big Tex comes on, or a Bevo, or Santa Claus, can... Yeah, well, we have a good sports show, don't we? Can a listener, can a listener become so irate to get that character off the show? Can one listener reprogram an entire station? No, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yes. You can say... Yeah, I guess I should rephrase it. No, yeah. uh, no, I mean, it's just like everything else. I, I think most of our listeners are pretty well trained to know that... Of the way the world works, they're pretty smart, you know? They know that, hey, I may be offended by this character, but I've listened to the show for six years and I've liked all the other ones. 
So they don't just sit there and say, all right, well, I'm not going to give these guys the benefit of the doubt on this one. Most listeners say, all right, that was a little offensive to me, but I keep listening. I don't need to make a bunch of waves. Well, maybe a better question is, well, who's the last, what was the last character that was stricken from the ticket record? Uh, the overcuster? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, the overcuster. Hmm. That's been the only one, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think all the other ones have died a natural death. Just right. You because just run out of stuff to do for <laughs> them. You run out of stuff to do for them, or everyone on the show gets tired of them, or, you know, they just start falling flat every week. You know what I think was one of the worst things to happen to America is the phrase, the customer is always right, became popular. The customer's not always right. No. Just because you're a customer, can you come up and say the world is flat? And you, Well, it must. It, now we have to make it flat. Because the customer's always right? Well, no. A, a customer can be wrong. Okay, but as a business, would you rather be correct or broke? What do you mean? No, I because think what you do, I think what you 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 do is you decide, hey, look, this is the type of customer I don't want to have. You know what? You go away. I'm going to ca- cater to people who actually appreciate this and don't want something for free or just think they can complain and everyone has to cater to them. I'm not your uh, personal empowerment coach. I'm not supposed to make you feel powerful. As a, as a business owner, I'm not sitting here supposed to make you feel like you can complain and adjust the world to your liking. You know what? Because the customer is always right, today at Bone Daddy's, when I order my lunch, I'm going to order a chicken sandwich rare. And just die? Well, I, it's salmonella? I'm, I'm right, because that's the yeah, way I want it. I guess it. so. So they have to cook it that way. Well, the rant sounds like it's back in full force and very strong indeed with hot opinions hey, about a lot of might things. Might we hear Well, me? you run a business, Craig. Yeah. Allegedly. So, do you agree that the customer is always right? Um, the, the customer is... What if they're retarded? The customer is seldom oh right, but it's all perception, so you have to... You have to, you have to placate them. You have to placate them. Exactly. Somehow. Right. Pat them on the head and I think at some point on. you say, okay, this is the customer I'm not going to placate. When their checks bounce, you're right. <laughs> Who's Kate? See, I wouldn't do that either. I know there, there's obviously a middle ground, but just because someone no, has a no big enough that. wallet. What's that? Hmm? Okay, never mind. I missed it. I said, who's Kate? What'd I say? Play Kate. Play Kate. I'm sorry. Just... Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. I'm so wow. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, think, I don't know. Maybe I, thought, I thought we were rolling, but I guess I just... Thought, I have 40 seconds left. I can dump that comment with... Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go ahead? <laughs> back and forth. Take the, no. the ticket time machine back to when the show is funny. <laughs> hey, so might we, might we hear Let's Big Tex? Let's dump Texan? the past year. <laughs> yeah, good point. So might we hear Big Tex in the next two hours? No, I doubt it, because, mm. you know... Dave has this thing about how we don't do replays. No, That's a point of pride. We don't do replays. No, no. I, I took that point because about three years ago, the rant became a let's play five replays and get the F out of here. What's it now? Uh, now, after Just 7 o'clock, it's all replay here. all the time, so there's no point in this show being a replay yeah. machine. It's still the same? Just forget the replays? Yeah, that's what the, the lion's the share of our programming day is now. <laughs> We just need to, at 7 o'clock, just start with the Dunham and Miller theme and just replay the entire day. That's what they do from 7 hey, to 9, isn't it? Don't think that wasn't discussed. <laughs> <laughs> just the alternate universe of the ticket. Yeah. You know, the ticket started with an endless loop. You know what we ought to do, we still is, do it. is we ought to, uh, at 7 o'clock, we just start replaying the hard line backwards and just <laughs> <laughs> everything <laughs> back all day. Yeah. Like the White Album or whatever? <laughs> 
That would be awesome. Oh, All right. All so, right. So anyway, sports. Y'all have fun with everything, and we got an exciting rant. Uh, this is uh, almost the rant the way it should be. Hmm. Sands Corby. Oh, <laughs> what? Interesting. Oh, all <laughs> that next. Fire an unnecessary shot. <laughs> all right, cheers. the ticket you are listening to the rant also known as the gordon keith show that's right reasserting my authority ladies it's gordo along you're, just, with, you're just bowing up for the bone yeah, daddy's I waitresses i know that's it i was hoping to get a little action from them it looks like they didn't even hear the comments no made. yeah they don't even care they're doing their <laughs> side work so all right it's just back to the rant with davy and gordon we're broadcasting live from bone daddy's house of smoke uh on Spring Valley, west of 75 here in Dallas, just west of Central Expressway on Spring Valley. Stop by and see us. We have a pair of tickets to the Texas OU game. Are you kidding? No. We, we, need, to give, we need to give that away, like, probably at 11 so they can get to the game. All right. Well, package, Dave. Wait till you hear the rest of the... Oh, there's already a plan? We don't okay. need you to plan on the All right. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. We're going to take bids so on site here at Bone Daddy's okay. from 10 until 11. See the... What did I say? We need yeah. to give them away by 11. For this hour, you can come uh, by and bid. I'm a genius. The highest bidder on site here at 11 a.m. will get the pair of tickets courtesy of Dodge and Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Now, here's the kicker. The check must be payable to the American Red Cross. So your money goes to charity. You get Texas OU tickets. So you get to write off your Texas OU tickets. Right. If you were going to go down there and scalp tickets, just give that money to the American Red Cross instead. Right? Buy scalp tickets you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. If right. you were going to buy tickets from a scalper, if you had like 500 bucks that you were going to go buy tickets with, we'll, we'll get this. Bring it here. Do you know what our bid's at right now? 60 bucks for a pair of Texas OU mm. tickets. Can I win? No. Unfortunately, you can't. I would I'd sign up in a second. So there's a chance you could get a pair of Texas OU tickets for 100 bucks today. That's amazing. If no one else outbids, you we know where the Do we know where the tickets are? Do we, do we know which side they're on or anything? Uh, I have no idea. We're going to check that out. Um, and also, of course, as you know, Bone Daddy's is a great place to eat. They have tons of TVs here if you want to watch the game here. And there's a lot of eye candy, too. Yeah. They, they take their meat very seriously. They do. Whether, Whether it's in curtains or in ribs. <laughs> right, David. Thank you so much for that. Uh, okay. I'm not exactly sure where these tickets are. Oh, Hold on. let's see. Uh, so let's see. 32. It's in Section 32. So it's right there in one of the end zones. Yeah, so it's right at... Uh, I, well, I don't know which side is which. Because it well, splits the at the 50. The it splits at the 50, right? Well, who's on the north side of the stadium? 
The north is usually OU. You're basically in the dividing section, though. I mean, you're right. No, no, because they divide at the fifty. Oh, they divide at the fifty. You're right. Yeah. It's okay. it's the uh, it's the section that's right over the the ramp. So that, I think right. that's OU. I think it's in the OU section. Well, it. Nevertheless, they're Texas OU tickets that right now have a price tag of sixty bucks. So you're you're basically in the end. Up, you're in the end zone, row eighteen. Well, let's not announce where someone can just target someone who wins these tickets, where they can go and. Well, I'm not. I'm not giving the exact seat numbers. All right, David. Uh, people want to know these things. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. So, Bone Daddies, House of Smoke, come by and see us. We're going to be here until noon. Uh, all right, David. Yes. Last week we were speaking of Texas OU. You're not going to the game, are you? No, I'm going to watch it on my it? TV, I guess. Or maybe I'll watch it here. Do you root for any team in particular? You know, I used to be I used to be uh, not a huge Texas fan, but I used to be a big Texas fan growing up. You know, when I moved here, you know, back I, when you were a girl growing up, when I was a little girl growing up and I moved here, you know, I wanted to embrace all things Texas, so I really loved the Cowboys. Because you're a Yankee, right? Right. I came from New York when I was in third grade. Ugh. Yeah. And so I got here as quick as I could. <laughs> so, you know, I really embraced the Cowboys. I really uh -huh. embraced the Longhorns. And, you know, so I was a big Longhorn fan. And I, I wanted to go to UT, but I was too dumb to get in. And so I went to North Texas instead. Um, but then, because like, they just let you walk in. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to sign up for classes. No, you just walk in and just kind of go in a classroom and use it as your own personal toilet for four years. Yeah, it's like one big superdome up in Denton. And so, you, uh, you know, I, that was always kind of my rooting interest. But then, like in the past, you know, eight years or so, just hanging around Corby and Craig. Yeah, you end up liking OU. I, just by osmosis, I started liking OU because I would always get together with them to watch the games, and I made a Norman trip with them. Because I'm just a college football fan. I don't have a, any particular rooting interest because I went to a crappy football school. So I kind of am torn. I like both teams. I think they, you know, they both have classic uniforms. They both have amazing tradition. So I just want to see a good game, basically. I don't care who wins. That's my stance today, America. Well, have you gone to the fair recently? I went the to the fairgrounds. I went to the fair twice this week. Wow. I have not gone to the fair probably ever in the history of ever. And then I went on Tuesday night because they have that $2 Tuesday. Hold on, Tuesday. why don't you package okay. why, why right. you went to the fair? I also went to the fair this week, and I have some fair observations. Okay. That's coming up next here on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket, we, of course, invite your uh, fair observations, 214-787-1310. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You listen to The Rant. I'm Gordon Keith, along with Jenna X. Davey Lane, who it's always an honor to be joined by. Thank you, Dave, for making time in your schedule. Good morning, Gordon. To come out here and join us. We're at Bone My Daddy's pleasure. House of Smoke on Spring Valley, just west well. of 75 and Central. Uh, turn off Dave's mic. <laughs> Thanks. <clears throat> All right, we're talking about the Texas OU weekend, which is now. This yeah. is Texas OU Day. And, you know, we right should now. reset our little... Uh, contest going on now. Well, it's not really a contest, Dave. It well, it's is an a, auction. Yeah, it's a silent auction. A Come by auction. to the sign-up sheet, and uh, we have a pair of, tic of tickets to the Texas OU game, 
And we're taking bids on site from 10 until 11. So you still have uh, just under half an hour to come up and sign. You know what the, uh, right now you can get a pair of Texas OU tickets for? 65 bucks. 65 bucks, I believe, would win. Or 70 bucks. What is you it? have to go 10, 10 60 in, $10 bucks. increments? Yeah, 60 bucks right now would get you a pair of Texas OU tickets for and the game today. And they're about, uh, just so you know, they're about 20 rows back uh, behind the tunnel that the teams enter the stadium from. Well, they're in the end zone, which is they're, a yeah, bird's eye view. Yeah, they're in the end zone. So uh, come by here and sign up, and if at 11 o'clock you have the highest bid, you take these tickets and you go to the game. you got to be able to write a check to the American Red Cross, though. And that's the other thing, is the money goes to charity. So how great is that? All right, uh, so Texas OU is still occurring at the Cotton Bowl. Who knows how much longer that's going to be. But for right now, it's the Cotton Bowl. The well, they have two now. more years on this contract? Is that right? I don't know. All right, we have breaking news here at the ticket. <laughs> I, I don't know. Davey thinks they have two more years on the contract. I don't know. Play at the Cotton Bowl. Let me see what Laura Miller says. Uh, I got to find the Metro section. You know they've Vamp also for me. they've also relabeled this thing. It used to be called the Red River Shootout, which was a much better name. And then they did some market research, and uh, they spent about I don't know half a million dollars for a couple consultants to say we've really searched our hearts, and we feel that Red River Rivalry would work better. Why? Because it's harder to say. I guess because you sound like Astro when you say it. Red River Rivalry. So, so now they're at uh, Red River Rivalry. Why can't it just be the Texas OU game or the OU Texas game? What, what was wrong with that? I, you know what? I, I enjoyed the old name much better. So we had a some chick who was kind of hot. I saw her picture on her CD. She dropped off a CD up at the station, and uh, or her people sent it. And it's called Red River Rivals. And by the way, I was right. Two more years. I liked this song. George just bagged on it. Said that girls shouldn't be involved in music. <laughs> I thought it was a little strong. A little strong. Huh. So do we have that ready to roll back there? I'm excited. All right. Let's take a listen at Red River R Rivals and see if you think. <laughs> That's kind of hard to say. <laughs> so let's take a listen. This doesn't make you pray for a Pete Jennings ending. It sounds like every country song ever written. <laughs> I know. But it's about the Red River Rivals. And this song has been going through my head uh, all this week. Turn it off. Turn it off. Make it stop, please. 
Yeah, and so it's it, you have that annoying chorus, and then it starts in with that Red River Rivals and the Red River Rivals and I talk to you day and say you ain't seen nothing till you're down on the mother and all that stuff. It just drives me crazy. But do we, do we have reaction to Red River Rivals? I don't know. You want to go to the phones? Two one four seven eight seven thirteen ten is our telephone number. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket, Dave and Dear Gordon. God, please make it stop. <laughs> it's just worse than that much crap they play on Monday Night Football. <laughs> What's the new Monday Night Football? Oh, song? It, who, is it Tim McGraw? Who does the who, who does the uh, halftime music at the? Or Kenny Chesney. Is it? It's Tim McGraw. Yeah, that that is awful. Hey, have you heard? Uh, you ever heard of Chris Cagle? No. Some country guy. Anyway. I've heard of Chris McKinley. He had, uh, he had an announcement on his website. Chris Gale said, hey, I just want to announce the, uh, lot, a lot of you fans, you know, have been following uh, me. You know, we're about to have a baby. And uh, the baby was born safe and sound. Uh, unfortunately, we found out after its birth that biologically it's not mine. Uh, please respect my privacy and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Why does that need so, to be on his I don't website? Know. I don't know. But it was the most uncomfortable press that's, release that, ever. That's like a um, a passive-aggressive slap at his wife is what <laughs> yeah. that is. Yeah. It's basically posting on the World Wide Web that my wife is a cheating whore. Hi, you're on Sports Radio <laughs> 1310, the ticket. Hi, you're on AM Radio. Hey, having uh, Corby and uh, Julie be your parents, isn't that pretty much like being raised by a lesbian couple? What's that now? Having Corby and Julie be your parents, isn't that pretty much like being raised by a lesbian couple? I don't understand. Well, you know, Corby's kind of a girl. Never heard that complaint about him, have you? No. Oh. Thanks for your, Thanks uh, for your phone call. call. They contributed yeah. absolutely nothing and was able to grind a uh, sports radio station to a complete halt. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yes, I'd like to request all Beatles all the time. Yeah, well, we came close to doing that just with that last call. Just See, we I don't know if people know this, but here at the ticket, we have a big toggle switch. One side is sports radio, and the other one is all Beatles. <laughs> and uh, we are always just a, you know, a bad phone call or a, uh, a poor comment away from just switching formats and going really? all Beatles. Yeah. I, I didn't get that memo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. And uh, producers are instructed that if things get really bad, switch formats. So we don't go to network anymore. We just throw on a Beatles no, record. No, In this day of ratings, when every person counts, you have to maintain your ratings at any moment. Anytime there's a lull in broadcasting, switch formats to try to make sure you get people listening. Okay. Hi, your own Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Is Davey there? Oh, Davey. Oh, this is, uh, of course, Stoma the Stoma Man. Man. Who that you met when you were in seventh or eighth grade? And you saw him at the mall at Christmas time, and all he wanted for Christmas was a hug from you and your little friend. Yeah, how are you doing, Stoma man? Well, I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm good. Are you going to the game today, Stoma man? No, I'm not allowed on the sidelines anymore. Oh. Any anymore? Yeah, why not? Bevo poked me in my snowball. Bevo punched you in the stoma. He poked me in the snowball with his horn. Oh, he gored him in the stoma. Oh, boy, that's that's rough when you already have a, a gaping wound there already. And then you get a bullhorn. What did you do to, what did you do to doped you. up Bevo to get him so riled up? Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, those uh, are those are his man areas. Yeah. You don't want to mess with those. That'll and set so, him off. So what happened was you, you pull on his man area, stoma man, and he, he turned around and, and gorged you right in the stoma? Well, I didn't actually pull. I tried to leg him like a bell. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little rough, just like the Texas Tech guy. Yeah. That's too bad. So so what else is going on? Yeah, are you married yet, stoma man? I know that because you you're, have the you're stoma, very... you, you've never known the touch of a touch of a woman. You were so attention-starved that you wanted a hug from an orphan. I finally found a woman that would put up with my stoma juice. Oh, you found a woman who's willing to put up with your stoma juice. <laughs> and, and where did you find this woman? Well, I met her at a convention for stoma people. Oh, so she has a stoma, too. Yeah. Or does she, does she cut stomas? Oh, she has a stoma. So she has you, a stoma too. So when you make so out, she you, can be a foreign put. When you make out, do you lock lips or do you lock stomas? We lock both, but it's really odd, baby. Yeah, I've always wondered: can you, as a as a stoma victim, can you like uh, dislodge your tongue and then make it come through your stoma? I tried once, but I got it stuck, and I had to go to the emergency room. Oh, oh no! You swallowed your tongue. See, I always heard that stoma people that they were able to dislodge your tongue, pull it through their stoma, and that's how they like they stick their tongue out and flutter it, and that's how they're able to smell. Well, like a snake. Some people can, but I don't recommend it. Oh yeah, because you've had difficulties in the past with the emergency room and everything. So, are you still with uh, Mrs. Stoma? Yeah, right now we're we're doing really well. We've got a baby on the way. Oh, uh -huh. good. So do you think, I guess, two stoma people, the chances are the baby will be born with a stoma, right? I'm hoping not. We had a sonogram, and I couldn't tell. Oh, you okay. couldn't tell? You yeah, couldn't see you... if there was a stoma? No, we couldn't tell if there wasn't a hole there, so I'm hoping that it doesn't have a stoma. Oh, yeah. But you but you might, like, in a like ritual scarification process, just give it one in the Yeah, to make it one of you. OR. Isn't that how you become a member of the stoma tribe? Oh, I don't recommend giving a stoma to a child with shikabob skewers. There's, well, there's I doctors who can perform that. Aren't if you're Jewish, aren't you required to do that within eight days or something? I believe so. You have to have a moil. Yeah, you have to have a moil yeah. to do the stoma procedure. That's correct. The, yeah. Well, stoma man, hey, thanks for calling. Dave always loves hearing from you. Yeah. It's, well, I, I just wanted to tell Dave that I love it, even though he betrayed me and married that girl. I didn't. I couldn't understand it. I betrayed him by marrying that girl. Oh, <laughs> well, you, want, you wanted Dave to marry you? I thought you were heterosexual. Well, I am, but I, I just wanted to come to the wedding. I thought it might be nice. Oh yeah, you didn't invite the Stoma Man to your wedding yeah, day. I, 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 I will make you this promise, Stoma Man. If I ever get married again, I'll invite you to that wedding. How about that? Sounds good. I'll see you in about five years. Yeah, the, <laughs> the good news with Dave is you have multiple chances <laughs> yeah. of being involved in his you, wedding. You probably have. At least two more chances to get invited. All right, thanks, Stoma Man. Thank you so much. All right, uh, coming up next. Uh, we got to talk about the state fair. Yeah, I have more fair observations, but I didn't want to just, you know, prolong it too long. Well, we haven't even gotten to the fair observations. Yeah, Stoma Man through our through our. We were talking about there. the Red River Road. Oh. Okay. Please don't play it again, for the love of God. All right, coming up next, I'll tell you something odd that I witnessed at the State Fair.
Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. The lava lamp of Metroplex Radio. Fun to look at, but not that bright. 1053 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're listening to The Rants. I'm Gordon Keith along with Gen X, Davey Lane. We're at Boone Daddy's House of Smoke on Spring Valley, just west of 75 here in Dallas. Stop by and see us. How many more minutes do we have left in the... A silent auction for the Texas OU tickets. Seven, seven minutes, and the bidding is at 275 for a pair of Texas OU tickets. Boy, that's great. Somebody's going to walk out of here with a pair of tickets and head uh, straight another down. Another man stepping up. We've got a, we've down. got a little bit of a bidding war. Are, are you with him? Okay. Please don't. The play bidding this song. is now at three hundred dollars. $300, all benefiting the American Red Cross. I want you to take this record off and scratch it when you do. <laughs> no, not, yeah, there you go. Don't turn it up. Turn it off. <laughs> red River Rubble and the Red River Rubble and the Red, 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 Red. Vomit. All right. Uh, so, okay. So I head down to the State Fair this week, and you did, you did as well. Mm-hmm. You want to go first? You want to tell your State Fair story? Uh, well, I don't really have stories per se. You well, know, you've never been in your whole life. Why yeah, did you I, decide this week that at the age of 38 was going to be your first 33. Your first time down there? Well, you know, I guess I've been down there like for Texas OU and I maybe have gone down there like just taken a tour through it, but I've never like bought a bunch of tickets and did the whole thing. Savored the fair. Yeah. And so, uh, Tuesday night, I went with my girlfriend down there and we did the, you know, because it's $2. Girlfriend? T- yeah. Just Two dollar Tuesday, <laughs> you know, where you bring the Dr Pepper cans or whatever, uh-huh. and um, so just did the full on fare, you know, got a corny dog, ate some fried garbage, and uh, rode some rides and just really walked around. Didn't play any midway Try to score games. with her in the fun house. No, didn't go to the fun no. house and didn't do any of the um, like run, uh, midway games because I just don't believe in giving them money. Oh, you didn't stand in the fun house mirror and say to your girlfriend. This is how I see myself. <laughs> no, but we did do some of those crazy death trap rides. You know, the ones that spin you in two different directions at once. And yeah, and they try give you and the shocker. One. <laughs> yeah, they're giving you the shocker. <laughs> Just trying to get you to vomit up every piece of fried food you've shoved down your throat. Right. Um, so, yeah, it, I mean, it was really fun. The, the craziest thing, though, is they have Boris the 1,100-pound pig out there. Have you hey, seen him? Hey, I saw him? him, yeah. I saw him this and week. And his sack. Yeah, isn't it amazing? It's like two basketballs. I know it. And that wonderful two beautiful pink basketballs. <laughs> and, you know, just ripe for the kissing is the way I saw it. <laughs> and so I went on Tuesday. I went on Tuesday yeah. night. And then yesterday, Friday afternoon, my whole office went. You know, we just took the afternoon off, like, team building. Oh! And so we all went, and we went. I went and t- took the whole office to go see Boris, and he had not moved. He was in the yeah. exact same position well, he was on Tuesday. He's 1,100 pounds. That's all he does is just lay there, and then I guess eat every once in a while. Yeah, they say he eats 20 pounds of feed every day. I, I know. It, it's amazing. And to me, it looks like if Boris ever got mad, if he ever broke out of his sloth long enough to get mad, he could bust through that cyclone fence they got up there. Yeah, but I just don't think he has the energy to get up and do anything. Oh, kind of like a Katrina victim? <laughs> yeah. That's what Pete, our engineer, said, and I, I thought that was very <clears throat> offensive, Pete. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked, and he had this, this pile next to him of just, like, 
bling and like <laughs> stereo equipment. Well, had, that's odd. He had spent his whole like two thousand dollar debit card on just luxury items. Yeah, I wonder what Boris the pig did with his two thousand debit card, two thousand dollar debit card. Yeah, I saw Boris as well. He had hair extensions too. He had bought hair. He extensions. had a weave. Yeah. You see his nails? They're so long. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so how did the team building go? Did you build teams there? Or yeah, we, we broke up into teams and we built them. Hmm. So dumb. What, what fried stuff did you eat? Did, did, did uh, you try the, the fried butter? <laughs> yeah, I did the fried <laughs> stick of butter. That was really good. <laughs> they just bread it and deep fry it? <laughs> no, I, did, I tried the... What's new this year is the uh, fried peanut butter, jelly, and banana sandwich. Like an Elvis deal. Yeah. yeah. I had, had that. That sounds like it might be good. I, I just had like a... You know, they cut it into quarters, and I had a quarter of it. It was actually, you know... So it's peanut butter and banana... And, and jelly. Unlike, and jelly. You know, just Wonder Bread and battered and fried. Do, sounds Do you have really to batter good. it if it already has bread around it? Yeah, it's battered. Huh. Everything's God battered. Almighty. And powdered sugar. Everything has powdered sugar on it. It just makes you feel so gross yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Had that. I had, uh, Tuesday night, I had fried Nutter Butters. <laughs> so they, the idea is you take a food that's already bad for you. Yeah. And then you deep fry it. And you, yeah, you batter it and deep fry it. And then and put, put powdered, powdered sugar, sugar on, on top. Uh, tried the um, fried ice cream. Oh, wait, we have 12 seconds or two, two minutes? minutes. Two, Two minutes, minutes and what's the, what's the bidding at? On the uh, pair of tickets. We're at 350 on the silent auction right. Texas OU tickets. Yeah, I had the fried ice cream um, and, you know, then had the corny dog. They have the uh, jalapeno cheese corny dog this Ooh, year. There's a guy signing up. He's, he's determined to wear these, uh, win these tickets. What is he going for? 375. 375. Right. So I'm sorry, David. I, I interrupted you. Yeah. yeah so I, about, you went to the state fair. Yeah. We, yeah. We're talking about the state fair. Oh no, we got past that. All right. Where yeah. So I guess kind of just taking in the ambiance and and just experience the crappy food was was my main experience and people watching. It's amazing yeah. people watching. All right. So uh, my story with the fair is, and, and I wrote a a column. I don't know two weeks ago about the fair and about how overrated it is and you know everyone thinks it's a it's fun experience so but it expensive. isn't expensive but then i went this week i had to i was doing uh glenn mitchell show who's on kra which right. i always get made fun of for doing for being on kra and uh, his show was out at the fair and kinky freeman was the guest the first hour and then the, the future governor of texas the future governor of texas and uh so there was a camera following kinky around while i'm waiting to go on glenn's show there's a camera you know taping kinky up there doing glenn's show and it was from 60 Minutes. I didn't even know that. I just assumed it was some local thing. If I was known as 60 Minutes, I would have tried to get in the background and do, you know, some gang signs or, <laughs> you know, do the shocker and all that <laughs> stuff. You know, I've been real childish with it. But, uh, so, yeah, so, so doing Glenn's show, that's why I was out there. At the you need, by the way, you need to flash the shocker in the next um, user's photo shoot. The thing is, is like the ticket is getting on this shocker bandwagon. And it, is, it was popular five years yeah. ago. Well, We're it's so okay. Behind. It's all right. Uh, oh, here's a guy who's coming in at the last minute to put down a bid. Oh, uh, and he looks like a UT booster. He's yeah, got he like, does. He's wearing a burnt orange shirt, and he's got starched khakis. He's going to outbid all these Gen Xers over yeah. here. Look he's, at him. He's actually got money. Yeah. Look at him. Look at all that. that, that the toupee he, he owns alone right there is asking me where 1200 The guy's rich. What did he bid? 475 Yeah, 425 425 How, how much time do we have left? That's it. Oh, gosh. The guy All right. at the last he minute. He swoops in at the last minute. Are you taking your daughter to the game? Oh, cool. Uh, here. Let's talk. Do we have enough? 
slack here. I don't know what's happening. No, oh, no, we don't. Here, I'll take this one. Okay. Here, you take mine, Dave. All right. All right. Now I can barely hear anything, but that's okay. What's your name, sir? Sam. Sam, Sam. congratulations on winning the Texas OU tickets. Thank you, Gordy. And uh, you got uh, you you got what? 425 was the winning bid. Yes, sir. What do you do for a living? I'm a general contractor. Okay. And did you go to UT? Yes, sir. Are you like a, a Century Club member or anything? Foundation member. You are? What, is that higher than Century Club or lower? I don't think we have Century Club. Is it like the Masons? Oh, is that where okay. you... I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> huh. Interesting. And you're taking your daughter with you. Yes. How old is she? Nine. Nine? Are you, you going to go to UT? She says she's going, she says to UT. she's going to UT. Okay, she's got it planned out. Now, do you know about the, the, the layout of the stadium? You're sitting over the tunnel. Is that the OU side or the Texas That's side? That's the OU side. So you're going to be in hostile territory. Are you prepared? Uh, I've been going the last six years and gotten beat up. And, uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> you're, re you're ready for some revenge. Well, Absolutely. gosh, it's going to be really exciting for your daughter to watch her dad beat to a bloody pulp in front of everyone. <laughs> Well, but but if Texas jumps out to a big lead, then you know all the OU, them. all the OU people start getting depressed and sitting on their hands. Right, That's right, and that sort of thing. Well, congratulations, thank you, and thanks for uh, participating in the silent auction. You know, all your money goes to the American Red Cross, which is well, nice actually. Do we have the name of a Katrina victim? He can just write it directly out to the Katrina victim. No, that's victim. always dangerous. Okay. Yeah. You're not so sure that the... You're not a Katrina victim. Oh, he's victim. claiming he's a Katrina victim. <laughs> just because you're of color doesn't mean you're a Katrina victim, sir. Oh, yeah. He's, he's hitting the guy up. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate thank you coming you. out Thank you. Have a great game. The Bone Daddies. Oh, there you go. The guy won the tickets. Yeah, the guy's sitting there claiming he lost his house. That, see, that's what I... That's what the Katrina victims do. All they do is just, you know... Well, I'm not going to get into it. All right, uh, so uh, State Fair memories. I also saw a a line of cows being branded. You ever seen this one? No. Fact? I went I went through the uh, the swine building, and I kind of peeked into the the you know the bovine building. Yeah. Switch but it just switch engines. Okay. Uh-huh. Musical headsets. Yeah. But it, it just stank too bad. I couldn't take it. I had to leave. It's bad. But, you know, that's the, that is the area that makes me like the State Fair, I think, the most. Is to see everybody that's converged on Dallas with their livestock to show their prized whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's prized, one of the original yeah. purposes of the State Fair. Prized cows, prized pigs, prized... You know, kangaroos. I don't know what all that those is. are the people that take the fair seriously, and they look forward to it every year. So I'm I'm walking through the stench of the uh, of the livestock area, and I see them loading these cows into a chute, in, right? Into a chute, and they uh, they get the cow in there, and they have to push the cow. You know, meanwhile the cow is just like a funnel cake. Old food is coming out of him. You know. <laughs> He's panicking. Yeah, he's panicking as he's being shoved into the chute with uh, by these cowboys. And the cowboys just ignore the the mess that is being generated by this creature and push him into the chute. Once they get him in the chute, they put a bar back behind his back legs where he can't get out of the chute. And then they pull this big lever that squeezes the chute together. The sides of the chute, you know, get squeezed together. Yeah, so he can't move. Yeah, so he's immobilized. So he's like a veal cow. Then a guy takes this big branding iron... Uh, which is electric. I mean, they have it plugged up, and it has a heating element on the end of it. You know, it's not oh, the so old, they, don't they don't stick, stick it in, in a campfire. Okay. No, no. And uh, they they were putting on the uh, the front shoulder of the cow, and some of them you just hear it sizzle, and you and then the they smell put, of burnt they, hair would fill the air. They put like a big omega. Yeah, big omega sign. They were all omegas, apparently these cows, and. Uh, 
and so you'd hear it sizzle, and some of the cows just didn't react at all, and then some of them would just start spasming, going crazy. And more doo-doo would shoot out? Yes. <laughs> it just... It was, yeah. It like was a blowtorch? It, it was amazing. Yeah, it was like a flamethrower of doo-doo. <laughs> of doo-doo. <laughs> uh, but I thought that was neat, just being back there. As it was kind of behind the scenes as what But was if you're a on. cow, anytime you get pushed into a chute, you know something yeah, bad is good. about to happen. Nothing you're either going to get branded occur. or you're going to get your head lopped off. Right. And uh, you know how they kill cows for slaughterhouses and things? Like uh, an IV drip with, like, strychnine in it? And him in a cruciform. <laughs> they, they set him up where he can say his last words to his cow friends. <laughs> yeah. And they lower him down. All his cow friends are behind glass. Right. He turns to some cow friends and says that he's sorry. Yeah. And turns to the other one, ones. One, them. one tear rolls down his cheek. <laughs> no, I, I'm not exactly sure. I've heard different... Some people say that they just, you know, take a gun to their head. Really? Kill them that way. Huh. I think I, some of them may be electrocuted. I always thought they just chopped their heads off. Really? I don't know. I don't know either. What do I know? I, like I, I, always, I always liked that uh, Simpsons when they watched that uh, educational film on how meat is made. I didn't see that one. It's it's one of the Troy McClure, you know, Phil Hartman hosts the the educational film, and uh, he has little Timmy, you know, this little kid that he's going to show the slaughterhouse, and he goes, Timmy, I'd like to show you the killing floor, and Timmy gets this scared look on his face, and he goes, Oh, don't worry, it's not really a floor, it's more of a grate that lets the guts and juices sluice through. <laughs> Greatness. Uh, so, yeah, so I saw that, uh, you know, Kinky Friedman, cows being branded. Yeah, it's a state fair. So you enjoyed it? Was it a better experience than you anticipated? We, you know, I was basically only there for walking in, doing that show, and then walking you out. You didn't have any food or ride any rides? Didn't have any fried gravel or whatever they're serving. Didn't have any of that stuff. No rides. You know what? I can't believe how expensive it is. Because if you go on a normal day, you know, and... I, I was cheap. I didn't park on site. I found a spot, you know, kind of off. Yeah. You know, park at one of the crack houses that was opening up their lawns. No, I just on the street, like on Commerce. Mm -hmm. I found a spot on the street and just walked across the street. And so I didn't have to pay to park. And then we got in for cheap, you know. So basically, we were just paying for our tickets, and still spent like you know, eighty, seventy, eighty bucks, mm -hmm. you know, for the two of us. And so I'm thinking, like, if you're you know, going on a normal day and you're like a family of four, you pay nine bucks to park and then to get in like two adults and two children, that's going to be like 40 bucks in admission and you haven't even bought a damn thing yet and then your kids are going to want to play all the stupid midway games. Those are like a, a dollar or two a pop and if you want to get a decent prize, you have to trade up, you know, like five times to get one of the big things and you know your kids are going to scream until they get one of the big stuffed animals. And then the rides are, are like two fifty a piece. All the foods like four bucks a piece. Drinks are like four bucks a piece. You know when you make the ticket conversion. So, so how, I mean, how, how is it? Four is going to spend like two hundred bucks. But it's not rich people that go to the fair. I know they must save up like all summer and say, yeah, we're going to the fair and, and we have our little fair fund. Well, why don't they just buy a house instead of going to the fair each year? Maybe they should. Maybe you need to be financial advisor to the destitute yeah stop spending your money on crack and fair <laughs> all right coming up next dave i think we may approach the unapproachable topic here on the ticket which is 
the do cancellation do of a ticket show. This one? No, but oh. close. Okay. Next. Get ready for a big football weekend starting today at noon with my show, The Troy Aikman Show, on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Mm, 11 16, Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're listening to The Rants with uh, Gordon Keith, Gen X, Davey Lane, until noon today. Yes. David, we broadcast. We're taking you to kickoff, baby. This is a place to watch the game if you don't have tickets for the game. We're at Bone Daddy's House of Smoke on Spring Valley. Just west of Central Expressway. Let me, let me run down what you have when you come here. Okay. You have a full bar. Yep. You have hot waitresses. Yep. You have great food. Sure. And you have an ass load of TVs. Okay. Take exception to some of the language that you have used today. Sorry. Uh, but a uh, good place to watch the game. All right. So. Uh, <sighs> In the world of radio. Uh, <laughs> here's the deal. Number one, no guaranteed employ employment for life. No. Okay. Shows come and shows go. True. And we had one go recently. Uh, a week ago. A week ago. It's been a week. Big Dick's P1 Wild Ass Circle canceled after three years. Was it three years? Three years. Wow. That's a pretty good run, really. It, it really is. Now, for, for that time slot. The, uh, the email has fallen into two categories. First category, thank God, finally time, hated it, you know, wish him luck, but didn't think his show was any good. Right. Those, the negatives. Right. And then the other ones are, boy, this is the beginning of the end for the ticket. Uh, Big this Dick is Hunter. The, this is the first blow. Yeah, this is it. You know, Big Dick Hunter, I mean, just... Uh, what a, a great show, and, you know, one of, one of them declared him the king of what she called any radio. He can do any kind of radio. I don't know huh. that, man. Anyway. And, uh, and so, you know, you field all this, and any time that a <clears throat> show goes, it's, it's always the exact same thing. Right. It's all these people declaring, how could y'all possibly have done this? What did he ever do to y'all? Like, this is a, you know, this is a personal it's not, thing. Yeah, it's not personal. <laughs> it's ratings. Right, right. It's not a, we don't run a business anymore. It's not a business. It has nothing to do with the ratings. He's a good guy, so we'll just let him keep his show. That's not well, how that's it works. Well, that's the way some people think. That's the business model they think radio ought to go by. Um, and, and so, I, you know, you, you field all these, and you thanks for your response. You know, thanks for chiming in. Thanks for, you know... Is this sanctioned, by the way? Are we allowed to No, talk this about is this? not sanctioned. I've got no permission to talk okay. about this whatsoever. So we're, we're looking for a memo right we, now. Yes, we are without a net. Mm. Uh, but, you know, the bottom line is this. Just to get the disclaimers out of the way, I like Richard Fine, and I hope he does well. And he's going to, I mean, he, he effectively used that three years of that show to make many other business contacts. Oh, yeah. He, he's made three years' worth of connections that... I'm sure he's got multiple offers on the table right now. Right. So he's going to be fine. Don't, don't worry about Richard Hunter if you're thinking that he's, he's a, crying he's a in a gutter He's a power networker. He really is. Yeah, that's what Richard has always, uh, has certainly done that in the three years he's been here. He just networks, and his networks, networks. You know, meet as many people as you can, which is fine. Uh, so he's going to do fine. All right. But these people who are all, 
what I, what I don't understand is if a hundred thousand people are lining up to eulogize him now, whereas if those people lined up to listen to a show every night, he'd still be on the frickin' air. Right. So, uh, the people who didn't give him the ratings are much more responsible than a ticket, don't you think? Right. And, and the ticket has <clears throat> to make a decision based on ratings. And f Yeah, and for those who say, well, the ratings are flawed and blah, 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 you know, it's... That yeah, may be true. Yeah, may, be maybe, true. maybe they are, but... Uh, you know, and and obviously, I you're close you're closer to it than I because I'm not at the station every day. But just the scuttlebutt that I heard is that you know the top ten got good numbers and then the numbers went down. Right. So it's not just that whole time slot. It's not as soon as the hard line powers down that there are no listeners. And you know, and, and ratings is a complicated thing. And who knows? Maybe nothing at night will get great ratings. That's probably and true. Big Dick Connor improved the ratings that were there. I believe. I haven't really seen all the data, but I'm. That's what I'm. I believe. Uh, you know. But gosh, man, it's it's like people email me or some of the other air talent as if we're responsible for, you know, keeping him on the air or making that decision right. or whatever. That you I guys should have gone on it? strike to get him back. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, can, the bottom line is that none of us, if Big Dick Hunter had three years to make himself fireproof, to make him where they can't get rid of him, all right? And and whether he, through no fault, maybe he did it no fault of his own, I don't know. But the point is he wasn't fireproof, and none of us are. I mean, you think that if, if we don't get ratings for, we don't get the ratings they want, let's say, for three years, you think they're just going to keep us on because, hey, we're nice guys? No. Being a nice person and a hard worker, I think, does get you more slack yeah. in the rope. But ultimately, you've got to get rid of the rope where you won't be hung with it. And uh, not that it matters, not that my opinion really matters in all this, but just, I, I agree with you. I like Richard. He, he's been nothing but a sweet guy to me, and, you know, I, I think he's a little odd, but I think he would readily admit to that. But, I, you know, I think he's a, a really good guy. I think that probably nobody at the station works harder or worked harder than he worked. And he really did some innovative stuff on his show. His show was definitely out of the box. But I, I didn't like it personally. I never listened to it because it just wasn't my thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I don't know. I agree with you that just the facts are the facts. And... You know, being a nice guy and doing creative things with your show will get you so far, but if you don't draw the numbers, then eventually they're going to have to do something. Right. And that's the, the rules that all of us work under. It's the rules that Big Dick Hunter works under. And uh, this time he was the victim. Next time we could be the victim. And the rant may be the victim. Next well, time. And, and, you know, for those, you know, who, you know, think he didn't get a fair shot, he lasted longer than the last two shows that he replaced. Yeah. The, the Ender and uh, the David Robinson. Uh, the dude almost got a third of a decade. That's a long time in radio. What, what was, oh, the hot spot. Hot spot. That's the thing. And, and you know what? We Kevin get the, Blanford. We get, the same, we get the same emails. Slight him. We get the same email. We got the same emails when the Ender went. We got the same emails when uh, Max Miller went. The same emails when the hot spot went. This is a natural thing of a show. And a lot of people are upset. Well, why don't y'all talk about it? Why don't you talk? Well, what are you going to say about it? You're going to take up 
you know, t- drive time, talking about uh, dissecting the demise of a nighttime show. That probably Whereas, most of the people that listen to the drive time show have never even heard of. Well, and that was the problem with the nighttime show, is that the, we didn't, there weren't enough listeners, you know? It's, it's in the listener's control as to whether a show stays or goes. I mean, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I know the management does have a decision, but, you know, if something... That's, that's what you do in radio. You try to get enough listeners, and you try to be a good enough employee to where even if... Because, you know, if you're a bad employee, you can even have listeners, and they'll still fire you because you're a headache to work with. All right. So you have to be a combination of both. Oh, we got phones on this? All right. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're on with uh, the soon-to-be-canceled rant. Hey, guys. Uh, I, I agree with the point you're making regarding the, the wild-ass circus. I think the point I would make is that I think the station would have served themselves better if they would have recognized the big dick with an extremely good talent, and maybe they would have fit him in better maybe during the daytime in a better time slot, mix it up a little bit, they could have utilized his talents. That's, that's where my dispute comes from. Yeah, but, you know, in a station like the ticket where you have an established lineup, there, there's just not a, a way to shoehorn him in, and you can't just keep him around, you know, as, as a somebody in the ticket farm system and pay him a full-time salary when you're not having him do full-time work. Yeah, that's work. not good for the ticket. It's not good for Big Dick just to hang around, just to stay in the farm system. Now, as far as, you know what, and, yeah, I, it's, it's can't win if you just start commenting on a guy's talent, whether you think he is a uh, a drive-time radio personality or not. That's, right. That's, and, for, and, you know, that's for listeners to decide by supply and demand. And I talked to, I talked to somebody this week you know, that was curious about what had happened to him. And their comment was, well, maybe he's better suited for something like Live 105, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't know if they've talked to him or if he's talked to them. But, you know, as far as a daytime personality, not that Big Dick doesn't have sports knowledge, but that wasn't his bag. That mm-hmm. wasn't his bit. And, you know, he probably just needs to be in an environment where he doesn't have those handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket, with Dave and Gordon. I was taught, man, ratings, management... He pissed off Reiner, and you guys let him go. That's bottom line. That's the myth of the ticket. You know what? And I've gotten several anytime emails. Anybody, anytime, people believe that anytime stuff. Anybody, anytime anybody goes, Reiner, he pissed off Reiner. Come on now. Tell her like it is. You know what's been great? Thanks for your phone call, by the way. You know what's been great about working at the ticket? Maybe one of the things that I've learned the most from working up here is how much conspiracy theories go so far about how human beings are programmed. We are hardwired to believe in conspiracy theories because... Being, working at the ticket, we work in kind of a high-profile job that everyone speculates about. Right. And so you get people, and I mean, people really do think the ticket works in a way like, you know, yeah, you know, everything has to go through Reiner. Hey, did you know that? Did you know that everything has to go through Reiner? Yeah. You no, know Reiner hires and fires people. You know, we're, we're part of a, a four-station Dallas cluster of a multi-million-dollar company that has a board in Pennsylvania. Right. Yet everything has but to go everything through Reiner. Everything goes through Reiner, man. Reiner made the call. And, but, it, you know, I guess it kind of works for us because all that speculation just keeps people talking about the ticket. And oh, and it's, becomes, and it's, it great, for, and it's great for Reiner, too. Yeah, it becomes a pseudo-sport. It, it does nothing but prop up Reiner and oh, gives us a little soap opera to It work totally with. fuels the soap opera <laughs> of the ticket. Hi, you're on the ticket. You're on Sports AM Radio ticket. Hey yeah, I'm glad you're talking about this stuff because I personally want my uh, blood bowl. <laughs> Your what? He wants his bowl oh, of blood. Oh, he wants blood. his bowl of blood, yes. He, wants, he <laughs> wants to know why Richard was let go. <laughs> All right, hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Y'all move on from this subject. Y'all are going to get canceled. Oh, 
no. <laughs> Our ratings are going down as we speak, Dave. We're flatlining. Just even the mention of Big Dick Hunter on the air, apparently everyone tunes out. All right, uh, coming up next, Davey tells an exciting... No, no. Gordon tells an exciting story about transsexuals. Are we on? Yeah. Right, 11.36 in Sports Radio 13, 10 the ticket. Something incredible just occurred during the, um, well, we don't take commercial breaks. Something's growing in my lap. We try to, yeah, something is growing in Dave's lap. Uh, a uh, bone daddy's girl came up here and sat in my lap originally, and then she... And then she was launched into my lap. Yeah, then I pawned her <laughs> off onto Dave, uh, because I'm gay, and she doesn't do anything for me. So Dave right now has a girl sitting in his lap. What's yep. your name, sweetheart? I'm Kelly. Kelly, and uh, how old are you? I'm 19. 19? Yep. I so don't look it, though, do I? I no. look good, right? Okay, awesome. Okay, what's, uh, and you're very attractive. How tall are you? 5'4". Five, 5'4", four. Five, four, and mm -hmm. how much you weigh? About 106, maybe. Yeah. Spinner. Spinner. Yeah. What's that? I'm sorry, Dave? Are you playing dominoes? Yeah. Okay, just put down the spinner. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. And, uh... So, if you're 19, you were born in 1986. Right. What grade were you in in 86? I was a... In 86, I was in 8th grade? Yeah. I think, like I, was, that? I think I was in 8th grade. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that creepy? What's even yes, creepier, Dave, is like, is like three years ago... I mean, we were just doing this show, you know, three years ago and everything. She was only 16 then. Wow. So are you creeped out to be sitting in my lap right now? Never. Okay. Never. You're really hot, so I don't mind. Oh, that. look at that. Yeah. She's even complimenting you, which means no, she's, she's, she's trying to it. use her sexuality to manipulate you. Now, what, what do you want to manipulate them about? Just so everyone can come out to Bone Daddies and have a good time and come hang out at the bar, have a few drinks, watch the game. Mm -hmm. So we're having a good time. Tosecki's girls are up here. Y'all are up here. We're just having fun. Now, where is Bone Daddies located? It's at Spring Valley in 75 on the uh, southwest corner. So just come on out. We're right behind IHOP. We're having a great time. Uh-huh. So which... Uh section are you in if people wanted to come and see you specifically? Are I'm you a bartender. floater? No, oh, I am okay. the bartender. No, she's so. not a floater. She's a yeah. spinner, Dave. Me and, Kayla, right. me and right. Kayla. We're, we're blonde. We're cute. We're happy. We're where's friendly. The, where's the bars right over there? It is. Okay. It's at the front of the restaurant. You walk in. You're right in the bar. So come see us. We're having a great she time. She just reeks of Now, slug. do you have any uh, children? No, 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 no. No children. So. No children yet? I, I, have, two, I have two dogs. I consider those my children. What, kind, my, of, what kind of dogs? I have labs. Oh, my so, goodness. Those are big. They're my babies. All right, well, Are Dave. you talking about her dogs or her chest? <laughs> <laughs> this is her biggest labs. <laughs> I think they were created in a lab, were they? No. Okay. No, all I'm, I'm young. They're all mine. God bless me. Are they Thank pushed you. up or are they, are they solid all the way through? Oh, I got a little help pushed up today. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. What, where do your parents live? Uh, my parents live in Midland. I'm from Midland. How old's so. your father? 65. Wow. <laughs> what the hell's going on there? How old's yeah. your mother? 40, no, she's 49. Okay. Is your dad like an oil baron or something? He is. I come from an oil family. Really? Yeah. All right, good. So your parents are <laughs> so ready. Are you in school? I am. I go to school at the Art Institute of Dallas, so. Oh, what do you want to be? Architectural design major. Wow. So, so could you explain a flying buttress to me? Oh, pretty much. It was or could you show Gothic one to us? Century. Yeah, I got the a Gothic few. century. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. And uh, how does it work? How does, how does the weight, is the weight supported by a flying buttress? 
Um, they're pretty much used in churches and cathedrals. They come off the sides to support the walls. Um, it created bigger domes, um, so they don't have to use um, double insulated domes. See there, Dave? Yeah. She knows what she's talking she's about. She's smart oh, and I hot. Am. I am. I thought I'd made up the term flying buttress, and <laughs> lo and behold, it's real. So what's your, uh, what's your chosen uh, or your favorite style of architecture, your period? Contemporary. You like I contemporary? I love contemporary architecture. It's great. So, so you, you like the Meyerson? Mm. The Symphony Hall? No, they Dallas. bag on, that Schwartz that, guy, they that, bag on Schwartz. Yeah. No, 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 not, no. not Bass Hall. Oh, what, I thought you said Bass Hall. No, Meyerson. I thought he said, oh, Meyerson. That's I.M. Yeah. Pei, right? Oh, yeah. Did Pei do that? No, He's the guy so. who did the uh, the pyramid out in front of the Louvre, and what else did he do? Didn't he do I.M. Pei? Which totally doesn't fit, by the way. Yeah. It's not I.M. Pei? I have no am idea. I, am I insane? No, I, I. that sounds familiar to me. I swear to God, he designed the Meyerson. The Meyerson, yeah. Go, go check out the Meyerson. All right, well, you're really your cute. Homework. You're really cute, and, and maybe someday Dave can date you. How yeah. old are you, Dave? I'm 33. You're 33? You don't look it. Am I, am I out of your ceiling? Generally, I stop at 30, but I might make an exception okay. for right. you. You're pretty hot. Thanks. So. All right. Well, good job, David. That's Thanks, the, guys. Uh, absolutely. Everybody come out here to Bone Daddy's and see her. All right, uh, Dave, here's the story I wanted to share with oh, you. We've got a tangle there of wires. Yep. There she goes. All right. You can, can, you, can you see my imprint on her butt cheek? What's straining the front of your Wranglers, Dave? What is that? Uh, they're not Wranglers. Oh. She's really kind of cute. You yeah, know? she was. She kind of got better as we talked to her. Yeah, well, because she turned she, out to be smart. Yeah, she didn't have nothing, which girls usually... She, she did go into kind of her spokes model. Yeah, and that's voice. a little bit of a turn off. Yeah. But, yeah, she was pretty hot. Go, yeah. Kelly was her name? I don't know. Kelly was her name, right? Boobies is her name to me. I try. I was trying really hard not to look down her shirt. <laughs> That's I all I did. Well, you, I was trying really it was, hard it to was, look. It up. would have been really obvious for me because she was sitting right here. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I mean, I would have to See, obviously if I were look you, down I just her shirt. Would have put my face right in between and just done the old. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here's the story I want to tell you. Yeah, right? yeah. God, so I get this email. I'm so horny right now. I'm going to have to go don't, rub don't. one out in the break. What? What? What does that mean? What? What did, what did you just said? What does that mean? I'm wrong. You're going to go have to soft soap the urinal? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so I get this email. Someone says they were watching Real Sports on HBO. And they had a segment on racism in European soccer. You know, Europe is... You know, the liberals, we all think that Europe... Oh, oh so yeah, they're such an inclusionary... They're so open and right. willing to experiment. So they say that there's all this racism directed specifically at the black players. And one piece of footage, the British national team with about five black players is playing the Spanish national team in Madrid. And every time a black player had the ball, the whole stadium, about 80,000 people erupted in imitations of a monkey. They all sounded like the blood monkey? Yeah. This is going... 80,000 people doing this at a sporting event when a black player touches the ball. That Isn't that is, amazing? And this is in Madrid? Yeah, this happened in Madrid. And then they showed some more footage in a different stadium, and a black player was about to kick a corner kick... And he was showered with bananas. Oh, my God. 
I didn't see this. Did anybody see this? Anybody see Real Sports with this uh, special on racism? Oh, my God. And then they showed sections of the stadium all performing the Nazi salute in unison. Yeah, thank you, Pete. We didn't need a demonstration of what the Nazi salute is, which, oddly enough, came so naturally to Pete, our engineer, there to exemplify that. Unbelievable that this goes on over there. So you think America is backwards. Imagine the hooliganism that goes on around soccer. But this is these all happened in Spain, correct? No, this says uh, one of them was in Madrid, and I think the, the other two they didn't just say about where Europe it was. in general. Okay. What a racism problem they have when it when it comes to their no sports. I had no idea. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe England is one thing because it seems like you know they 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 have. I don't know. It just it just seems Sounds like you've got a good point. It just seems like black people in England are just, you know, they're just part of the culture. There's not such a division there. You know what I'm saying? But I guess maybe in all these other countries it's it's you know, it it's like this that they they're just looked at as second-class citizens or something. All right, let me ask you this. In England, uh, when you when you meet, you know, it's it's a strange experience for you because we meet so few black people from England. But when you do meet black people from England, when they have the English accent, it's kind of weird. It's like, yeah. oh, that's strange. You're not talking Ebonics. Okay, that's a little insensitive, but my point is similar to that. So, it, here in America, we speak the same language. But almost without fail, if By, you, by the if way, you, Bob you, Sturm is joining us. I was going to get to that. Okay. I was going to get to that. Well, they punched him up. So. Uh, all right, put Bob on hold here until we no. call for him. We... We can deal with the information and call on him when we're ready. Okay. Now, right, do we have that happening here? Put him on hold. Hey, no, hey, no. Hang on, Bob. All right. So, in America, you can blindfold most people, and you can hear a white person talk to a black person talk, and you basically pick out who's white and who's black. Right. All right, is that the same in England? Or do they have British accents? Well, it's a British accent. Okay. You can't tell... Any difference in the races? You or I, probably not, but an English person probably could. You think so? Yeah, they could probably tell. One thing I've never understood is why is it that uh, that you can have an African-American from anywhere in America and they have a similar accent to each other, but you take but an African-American from England? No, no. Aren't that, isn't that what they're called? No, I guess not. I don't know. We need some of our black P1s to help us out on this. Like they're experts on, <laughs> on English black people. Yeah. All right. Uh, joining us now to talk about a, a little bit about soccer hooliganism is, I guess, kind of our soccer expert here at the Tickets. Because we don't have one. Is Bob Sturm. Hey, Bob. Hi, guys. Hey. I was watching Real Sports this week, and uh, this? we we plan a uh, audio-filled shocking segment sometime when we get a, a shocker chance. segment. Yeah, we're going to do one on the shocker, too. But, man, this was an amazing 15 minutes of television, I must tell you. And, you know, I, I, loved, I love my English soccer. And I guess in sort of defense of the English fans, they kind of got rid of a lot of their problems in the last couple decades. But this is more, I guess, what do you call it, main, mainland Europe. And, wow, they don't really care for their minorities. So you're saying it's it's not really on the aisle, it's on continental Europe that they have this problem. It's not, not yeah, so much I, in England. I'm not saying England is uh, completely uh, free of any blame, but uh, it looked like when they're in Spain or Italy, boy, the sight of a black player is just it's just so outside the box for them. They can't even they can't even get their arms around the idea. So the what, what about like uh, 
you know, France or Germany? Are they are they in either camp, or are they kind of down the middle? You know, I, I think there's... Here's what's weird, and this is exactly what you're saying about how we're led to believe Europe is just this, uh, this uh, liberal... Uh, have a coke and a smile, no matter what color you are. Type uh, type place, whereas we're the we're the bigot country that that can't get along. And I'm telling you, there is there is white supremacist power factions in all of those countries that would just turn your stomach. In fact, Brian Gumble was interviewing one guy who did live in Britain, who uh, who his mission is he hands out li- uh, literature at any soccer match to uh, to attempt to get uh, people. To get anyone who's not white off the island uh, to get out of the UK, oh, and, and his his uh, so Brian Gumble says, well, you know, there's a lot of black players on your national team, and he wasn't thrilled about that. And then Brian said, you know, most of them were born right here, or all of them were born right here in England. And he said, just be just because a dog is born in a stable, it doesn't make him a horse. Oh my oh, gosh! Man. So were the reports in this email true that there were oh, yeah. people throwing bananas and doing oh, yeah. monkey chants? Yeah, dude, and it's just, uh, uh, I, I can't tell you it was everybody at the stadium, but it was enough to uh, know that it, it was far more than half doing this. Uh, I mean, that's stuff that doesn't even go on in the most backwoods of American towns anymore, I would think. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's hard to fathom that it's 2005 when you see, seriously, no fewer than 20 bananas rain down on this poor black guy who's just trying to play soccer. And, and you know, I just... It almost brings you to tears that this poor guy is just playing soccer, and uh, people are, are are so so backwards in their ideals that that this is how they respond. And and there's there's enough company around them that they're not even uncomfortable doing it. Jeez, well, I need soccer. to see that. Uh, I'm assuming they were replaying it throughout the week. Yeah, yeah. The genius of uh, HBO is. I need to start TiVoing real sports. Is that real sports a good show in general? Oh, yeah, it, it's great. I mean, uh, you know, I, I hate to default to this, but Brian Gumbel generally can't do a story that's not about race, but this one was incredibly relevant. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just I, I don't know that there's a new racism topic every couple weeks, but evidently there is. Wow. All right, Bob, thank you for... Thanks for helping us get ready for Texas OU. And Bob is our racist correspondent. Uh, <laughs> I'm here to, here to settle any matters on racism. Call me anytime. And, you, and you're always paired with the uh, Hitler expert of the station, Dan. Yeah, so. yeah it's, well, it's uh, something for everyone is what we like to say. Something for everyone. <laughs> Racism and Nazism. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> All right. That's Bob Sturm. Heard every Monday through Friday from noon until 3. Check out their show. It's 1149 on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket coming up next. We have our predictions and final thoughts on Texas OU. <laughs> All sports all the time. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. All those who believe in psychokinesis, raise my hand. Hey, 3R's Gordon Keith along with Gen X Davy Lane. Ending our broadcast at Bone Daddy's House of Smoke on Spring Valley, just west of Central Expressway. I guess this is Richardson, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And there's some sev- several hot girls here at Bone Daddy's that we have, I guess we, you can say targeted. Yeah. Yeah, and that we've personally known. Okay, before we get to our predictions on Texas OU, Dave. Yes. I do want to quickly visit the Norm Hitchcock's e-break from this week because I thought it was just great. Norm loses his temper and his cool with a uh, P1 
and went on an amazing rant. Do, do, do we have this ready back of the mothership? Who am I talking to at the back of the mothership? Diarrhea pants. Who? Groobs. Hey, Groobs, you there? Yes, good to be with you. Yes, do we have the Norm e-break from this week? Yeah, ready let me find roll? it real quick. Okay. All right. All right, so Groobs, the man who betrayed Norm more than anybody else in the history of the universe, except for Frito. By the way, can I just reset something? Yes. A 19-year-old girl said that she would go out with me. I know. Did you like that? Yeah. But that's, don't you think it's a little freaky? I mean, three years is like not too long in the history of the show. And to think that three years ago she was only 16. Isn't that a little weird? No. All right. Here's the Norm e-break. I don't understand the point here. Yeah, so you'd feel a lot better if Hicks had said, we fired John Hart. No. If Hicks would have come out and said the truth, which is, we're ready to move on. The truth on is he fired point. John Hart, Larry. Right, but that's not what he said. So you don't want him to say that either. You don't want him to say the truth. You want to get something in between? No, I want him to come out and say that we felt like going in a different direction. This was not John Hart's decision, like he came out and so adamantly said yesterday. How, what does it make you feel about your team when he came out and so adamantly lied to everybody? If he can oh do my it under God in heaven, what the hell is the difference? He's gone. What the hell is the difference? Allow a man a little dignity, damn it. Yeah, he screwed up here, and he screwed up bad. Is that what you want to hear? Yeah, he screwed up here. The last year and a half, we had constipation as an organization. Does it change anything if you say that? I'll say it for you. John's gone. What's the difference? What is the difference? That you didn't get your bowl of blood? Is that the difference? That you didn't get to gorge yourself on the firing of John Hart? John Hart got fired. Yeah, there it is. What's the point? Allow a man a little dignity, damn it! Gosh. <laughs> Oh, such! I love it when hey, we, Norm we gets had to cut that up. off because he used several MF bombs and all this. You know, it got yeah. worse as it went on there. He went, he went, uh, De Carlo on him. Yeah, constipation. De Carlo is that your new name for that guy? <laughs> is that what his name is? Daryl. Oh, and Carlo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Dave. It was fun doing the rant. Yeah, it was. The old way once you wanna, again. You want to make our picks before we get out of here? Yeah. And what are we giving way picks. to, Groobs? Are we giving way to Troy? Yeah, Detroit Eggman Show. Oh, I think I just saw his uh, his Ford pull up to the uh, yeah, front of Bone Daddy's. Daddy's. <laughs> so I wonder if he's going to be here or not. Uh, okay, so predictions on Texas OU, Dave? You go first. You I'm said you're rooting for OU because yeah, you like the underdog. I'm going to predict an upset. I'm going to predict OU takes this and wins by a touchdown. Uh, just, you're not going to give a score? No, because I'm not sure how they score football. You don't know how they add up the no, points? Uh-uh. 3-2? You, you don't know what a common score would three be? 3-2. Don't win three or two. All right. You know what? I want a really good game. I want it to go down to the wire. And personally, I don't have a specific rooting interest, but I'd like to see the run for the national championship go on for Texas. I don't want it to end here. So I'm going to predict 34-28 Texas. 34-28? Yeah. So you think Texas is going to score 34 touchdowns? No, 34 points. Oh, uh, I'm not sure how football works. All right, uh, thanks to everyone who came out here to Bone Daddy's to see us, and congratulations to the guy who 